1: Now, here's your host, Jennifer Jackson. You are in for a treat because I have my wonderful husband with me this week. His name is Pastor Doyle. We have a church together on the west side of Columbus called The Church Next Door, a community church. I just love talking with my husband and preaching and teaching together we we join together and have so much fun he is a wonderful covering and blessing and gift in my life so we're in the middle of brave love this is part two take a listen and so the church was always being challenged to love and to flow in this love okay and no one was more messed up than paul so oh. if your background is horrible and your past is horrible It couldn't be worse than Paul's, or maybe it was worse than Paul's. But receive the love of God and go forward and receive the love of God's family. I mean, the the family of God just, they loved Paul so dearly, and God has that in your future. And, you know, sometimes we say love, it sounds cliche, but what does it really mean? It means to listen. It means to communicate. It means to stop and to wait and to serve and to give, it, it, there's so much. It's not. It, it is saying I love you, but there's a lot to it. We're going to unpack that. To
0: love is to care. You know, when 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 the boys were little, I learned that if the best thing that I could do to show them that Daddy loved them was to get down on my knees and look at them at eye level. See, when when you look at somebody and you really listen to them and look at them at eye level. You're loving them. Well, the church, that is what the church has always done. Now, what happens is this. You and I get busy in life, and we just think, I don't have any more to give. What does he say here? He says, I urge you, brothers and sisters, to do more and more, and make it your ambition to lead a quiet life. That is countercultural, isn't it? This love it's
1: really an atmosphere that you create. It's really an attitude that you give away. And so when you think about your family or you think about your office, I know when I walk in we just we love one another and we talk to one another and we connect with one another and it's an it's 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 an atmosphere. And you can create that wherever you go because God's love lives inside of you. So we've given you a little test here or a little question to ask yourself
0: self-examination rate
1: yourself how would you rate yourself in regard to love your family so that could be your family of origin and also your current family so if there's extra love if you're a nine or a ten in your space there are hugs there are high fives there are gifts there is acts of service there are words telling That there's love there there is a patience there is a listening there is a safe place but if it's dry if you're down at one or two we need to ask the Lord today to fill you back up so that you have something left inside to give out in your home and in your love
0: if I could say something that in our culture in American first-world culture we think that you have to have resources in order to have love. And that's just not true. One of the things that we love about the opportunities that God has given us to live in different parts of the world, to travel to Egypt, to travel to Africa, to travel to India, to travel to different parts of the world, as we've gotten to know the body of Christ, in some places that are very resource-challenged. But their level of love, their Mm -hmm. level of contentment, their level of joy is not connected to their resource pool.
1: It's not based on any stuff. And and
0: the problem problem that's been created in our culture is you and I have accepted an ungodly standard that says that I can only give if I have to give. You can give love. It doesn't cost any. It's free. Just to spend time with somebody, just to listen to somebody, to care for somebody, yes, it will impact your resources at some level at some time. Even the widow in Scripture gave two mites, okay? And, And if you grew up in a home that was a dry well, you're now part of the kingdom of God he is your source let him begin to pour into you and just say and you're going to need to you're going to need some people in your life okay we're going to talk more about you know how we get dry the reason i think this is important listen to this this is first john 3 11 for this is the message same message message you heard from the beginning we should love one another John is saying that the message from the very beginning of Jesus Christ is one of love. Remember, they they accused Jesus, how dare you sit with those sinners? Why are you hanging out with them? And he says, because they need the love. They need the doctor. They need God's goodness. And you and I live in a world right now that, that has kept everybody its arm's length. They need your love more than ever. You can do that safely. You can do that with phone calls. You can do that and, and, and I recognize that you've got to do that with the constraints of the people around you. But for me, when I read this verse, I hear the mission that we have as a church, to move people closer to God. What, what moves people the most is when you show them love. And then how do we do that? Our vision, the Jesus way. When we mean that, to love somebody is to, to meet them right where they are. You know, it's, it's almost a year now. That we we saw the world be hit by this in my first response. Our first response was How are we going to tell people about God's love? How are we going to bring people hope in this time? How are we going to get to as many people as possible to lift their spirits to lift their load to show them? Life's not and over.
1: We can't stop doing we're that not done
0: either. yet. We're not gonna stop. Okay, and so we dove in and, and and you and that's dove why in. We,
1: you we, all dove in. You all are amazing. And together we didn't stop. And I think that has been a testimony to the community.
0: You realize that every week we've fed people through Jordan's Crossing? Every week we've mm-hmm. at minimum we've met online. But most of the time we've met in some personal way. People sitting in their cars, sitting outside. I can't wait. I love the sunshine. We're getting ready, folks we're going back outside some because we can and we've got to make people feel comfortable so that they know you can worship God you don't have to be afraid
1: and you know last week I met someone it was their first week back that's a big deal and you all can help welcome and love them on that first week back so be looking because it is when you've been out of church a whole year it's it's a big step to come back
0: and we're gonna have so. to help people your love is gonna be essential your love You are essential, and your love is essential, okay? Everyone is essential. And church is essential. (laughs) Amen. So So, so think about this. When did you first realize that love is our message as Christians? Some of you right now are being like, oh, I never even realized that. Or some of you is like, I knew that, but i gotten busy and forgotten that. See, what happens is this. Life comes at you hard, and you just get taken care of stuff, and you forget the main thing sometimes
1: and can i say something about this you know our culture's really hammered on the sanctity and the holiness of marriage you know you're married in a christian marriage in the holiest state of matrimony right and there's something to be said for a god's way of doing things mm-hmm. god's way for family and god's way for marriage and there's a pureness And a holiness in that love that comes out and it's shared to the world around us. And I want you to be encouraged in that. That you've made a good choice to honor God in that way. And that you are safe under his canopy. And if you can keep that big vision in your mind. That if I choose to follow God's ways that he will also help me. When I hit that bump in the road and I go to him and our family's not what we want it to be, God. And I, we, we came and we were joined together under your cross. But he'll help you out in that because he has that vision yeah. for your family.
0: When I think about, when Jennifer and I were looking at this point and talking about what we wanted to express to you, we, we both agreed on, on this one really practical illustration from a, a person that we knew from our home church. Jennifer and I grew up in Murfreesboro, and we went to World Outreach Church. It's uh, a part of our life, but there was this one man. He was a single man, and um, he'd grown up in a home. Uh, he had lost his parents early, and was raised by an aunt and uncle. And because of some of the hardship he experienced, he had just—he was a wounded person. And and he got invited to our church back when it was really a small group in its earliest days and the people in that small group just loved him were just kind to him and encouraged him and and i remember the early days you know they helped him get a job and he got a job at the university working in the facilities department you know everything from from painting to cleaning to just routine maintenance and being a part of that team and and he was transformed by the love of the body of Christ. And so wherever he went, he wanted to share that love with other people.
1: You have to see he was a quite unnoticeable character.
0: He wasn't a leader. Mm-mm. He was just a regular guy, you know. And, and he would be walking around the campus and he would see somebody and he would start talking to him, and then he would say, can I pray with him?" His boss would say, you need to get to work.
1: He really loved the entire community. And at his funeral... Yeah. They all showed up. We were shocked. He had touched so many lives. And God's love just flowed through him. And even though he didn't have a family, we were his family. That's right. And there may be people in this room that don't have a family. You are their family. So look out for them and find them and have their back because they need you have their back. They definitely need you. We're talking about brave love. That was my husband, Pastor Doyle. We have a fabulous church on the west side of Columbus called The Church Next Door. And if you've never been there, I hope that you will join us. Isn't it fun to have Doyle on the show? He's my wonderful husband. We just love one another. I hope that God will pour his love into your heart today, into your mind today. Just know that. Know that he loves you and he's for you in every way. And I love you. I pray for you all of the time. Uh, don't go anywhere. We have a wonderful guest coming right up. I hope you will stay with us. You are listening to Simply for Women. I'm Jennifer Jackson. And if you want to know more about the show, go to Jennifer-Jackson.org. That's right, Jennifer-Jackson.org. Stay with us.